So I, wow. I printed the lyrics of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And would you I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph see. the Red-Nosed Reindeer? You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Boom. And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever. What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos, Junior, and Matt Souza. That's your intro? That's my eh. intro, man. Eh. First of all, hey. Hey. I'm back. I missed last week. We're all back. We're all back. You missed, I missed two, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. I missed the last episode. Okay? We're all back. The 50th episode. The 50th. I was so, celebrating my 50th. We skipped that episode that would have been 51. So this is episode 52. I'm just kidding. This is episode 51. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot has happened in the past two weeks. Yeah. Mm. Me, me and Glenn were very ill last week. Yeah, so we, we're... Uh, uh, I got sick. Then we made out. Then Glenn got sick. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Now we're, we're back. Now we're back. We're still making out. Yep. Um... There's a lot that's been happening these past two weeks. Mm. Where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with... start week 14. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 14. Before we get to that, do you want to start with our matchup in the first round? Do you want to start with Mason being in the toilet bowl? (laughs) Again? That's that's, that's now. We got to talk about then. Or do you want to start... Talk about then. Or do you want to start with me? Nope. Returning... The championship game. Talk about then. Yeah, we gotta talk now. about. Yeah, we gotta talk about the the more last. Talk bit about the about past. Bit. I'm gonna let you guys take this. The least reasonable my nose. He's gonna blow his nose. I'm still relatively kind of. Well, actually, I feel fine, but I sound like poop. And we just made out. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Do you hear that? Are you want you want to talk about it? You want me to talk about it? I can talk about it. Right, you talk about it. Um. So. I want to make this short and sweet because we all know the most of the listeners already know what I'm about to say. But for the Jake Baileys of the world and, uh, you know, the people who don't know our league but still listen, here we go. So Glenn and I faced off first round of the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, a lot of, lot of shit thrown each way. We actually both made promo videos for the matchup ahead of time. We did. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. First time ever in the playoffs facing each other. That's true. Um, I have my fan, my playoff woes, never making it past the first round, all that mumbo jumbo. You've made it past the first round before. I know, Once. but it feels like never. Yeah, but that was... Twice. Twice. No, I was talking about <clears throat> the errors this past week when we were hanging out. We have two errors in our fantasy league, and that's BG and AG. And that's before Gomes and after Gomes. <laughs> that's fair, because he was back-to-back, right? He was. Yeah. Many moons ago. Oh, my God. It doesn't feel like it was back-to-back. Back, back when the league was in his infancy, before. I didn't even know what shape was a, 
what what shape a football was. Yeah. I actually still don't because I'm in the toilet bowl again. So, but continue. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. In the after Gomes era, week uh, round one, Main Glen, it was a tough matchup. Back and forth, we made it. I had um, the the potential to make it go to Monday night, but I didn't. I, I swapped a guy, and, and it was over Sunday. Begin? Sunday night. Well, actually, it started on Thursday with Dak and, and Michael Gallup getting garbage time. But um, but at the end of the day, they put up solid games, nothing crazy. Sunday night, we had the Rams and Seahawks. What a game. Where yeah. I had Chris Carson and Cooper Cup. Glenn had Todd Gurley. Did you have a kicker? Jason, Jason Myers. <laughs> Jason Myers. So we had four guys, two on, two on each team going on Sunday night. I think uh, I might have been, or you might have been up by only a couple of points. That was one, my, one, I was up by seven, I think. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, came down to the last point where uh, Todd Gurley on the, on the Rams' last drive, um, I think he scored a touchdown, or maybe, maybe that was two drives ago, but Glenn was up. Todd Gurley got him up plus .5. Five yards, because of Todd Gurley. Um, so I had another drive, one last drive left for the Seahawks with my Chris Carson. And the Seahawks were coming back. So Car- Car- Carson might not even be used before, before we get to that last drive, I just want to tell you, that Sunday night game, my ass has never been more clenched. Oh, my God. Like, watching a football game, knowing that Sousa was five yards away. From defeating me, and there was nothing I could do about it because it was—it was gonna be the last drive of the night. Either the Seahawks were gonna win, or you know nothing was gonna happen, and then and then that was it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I literally didn't sit down the whole game, um, pacing back and forth. Cooper Cup caught a touchdown earlier in that game. Yeah. I thought that somewhat sealed it. I thought I was gonna be—that was like the the cushion I needed. But then Todd Gurley scored, because you know he's Todd Gurley, right? Um, <laughs> So anyway, down .5, Seahawks have the last drive. They're being blown out. So they're just trying to, you know, score for the hell of it. And Carson's not really a pass-catching guy for, like, a two-minute drill. So I didn't know if he'd be used at all. But really, I only needed one catch for positive yards. Yeah. .5 for the reception, and, you know, any yards after that, I take the lead. Um, no, like, hardly any targets. There was one target on, like, a, on a flag, so I don't even really count that. So no targets. Although he was open and I was yelling at the TV. But he did gain, he did get one carry on a third and short or a fourth and short, one of the two. They handed it off to Carson. He bulldozed on for five, five yards. Exactly. When he got that run, five yards. I was like, how many yards was that? Was it four? Was it six? <laughs> it was five. five exactly. And the thing was, like, our score, it was off by six points because Souza had the Steelers defense. Oh, yeah. Which gave him an extra touchdown that they didn't have. And, of course, ESPN Fantasy can't correct their mistakes right. fucking three hours after the game ends. So I had to stare at him being plus six. So, really, I knew we were tied after that Carson run. Yeah, yeah, 108.3. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, they're going to continue this drive. Carson's going to at least catch one more pass. Russell Wilson fucking chucks it deep. And it gets picked off. Yeah. And I was like, we tied. But then I'm thinking, okay, the Rams is the ball back. All they need is a first down to end the game. Who goes out there? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm fucking Brown <laughs> to carry the ball. Oh, and it was one yard from Todd Gurley. And Malcolm Brown's out there. He carries the ball on first down, 
second down, and then here I am, third down. I'm like, oh shit, the Seahawks have a chance they could get the ball. Oh, I know. And Malcolm Brown fucking runs with like 15 yards. Game's over. I was like, if that was Todd Gurley, it would be over, over, over. Yeah, I, I kind of expected. Well, I was hopeful that that would happen because they were up at like 20 points. I'm like, I really hope they don't run him out there. They don't have no reason to. And I was like, okay, I really hope the Seahawks can stop this fucking guy, Malcolm Brown, who they know is going to run the ball. They didn't. Um, it could have gone another way, too, if the Seahawks had soared and then you got an extra point. Um, oh, yeah. That could have happened. That could so have happened as well. That, that would have been sketchy, but it didn't but, happen. But we also happened in the game is Myers missed an extra point. I know. I heard that on the radio. Fucking... <laughs> It was well. You could always point the fingers either way yeah. throughout the whole day, but uh, so the game ended one hundred eight point three to one hundred eight point three, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Didn't even think this could happen in decibel systems. And then, uh, and then what ended up happening? Well, long story short, I checked ESPN on the website, and it goes to two decimal points because one passing yard is point zero four points. So technically, it goes out that far, and I was up by point eight. Glenn point score, zero eight. Point zero 0.08, my bad. Glenn score rounded up, mine rounded down to 108.3. So point zero 0.08, I was like, oh shit, I won. Of course, wasn't that clear to the to the commissioner. So that was a lot of stress, un, <laughs> unneeded stress. So we had to wait another day to figure out what the commissioner was going to decide because our rule didn't have anything for a tiebreaker. Even though our scoreboard said it was tied, if you, oh, if you go onto like ESPN, the desktop... And you scroll over the score, it'll tell you down to the second decimal point, which Shuza pointed out. He was up by point zero eight. So here yeah. I am on Mon- is it Monday? Yeah, Monday. Oh no, we were yeah Monday, and Panacho, you know, hadn't made a decision yet. He's the commissioner, and I'm like, well, if it comes down to bench points, I said I have more bench points, and I picked up Eli Manning just in case there would be it would come down to bench points, and you know he'd get me more. Um, but here I am sitting at home, and I'm thinking, I was like, what's Panazzo going to do? And he, he makes the decision on, I think it was Tuesday. Or no, Monday. He said, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what the app does as far as, you know, saying who wins. Now, here I am thinking, well, it's going to give him to him because he's up technically by .08, even though the scoreboard on the app says we're tied. And that's exactly what the, the, the ESPN did. Yep. They gave Susan the win, and... Uh, he was slated to go to the next round, winning by .08, and uh, I said... And I had an email to confirm that was the exact reason. I can't so, believe I had to go that far, but it did. So all, for all of you at home in ESPN leagues, <laughs> if you check the scoreboard on the app now, it goes down to the <laughs> second decimal point, because the person sitting to my left here sent them an email explaining <laughs> why, you know, what's the... Why, it, like, why isn't yeah. there two decimal points? Because they've never had that. All of a sudden, Susan sends an email. Now they have. Yep. So I don't yep. know if that's like an actual coincidence. No, that that is know, not man. a coincidence. They did know. it. I'm in firm belief because he sent that many. I mean, that's honestly kind of cool though that they actually have like like that right. they actually respond to that kind of shit. Yep. That's it was kind of like, cool. It was within honestly. the same night. Um, I emailed them and they got back like, you know, it does go to two decimal points. So to answer your question, yes, you won because you're up point zero eight. And then, like, the next day, this, every score had that. Yeah. Even, like, everyone's game log going back to week one. Like, That's oh my pretty God. cool. So <laughs> here I am. Here I am Tuesday. I'm like, all right, well, Sue's going to the next round. That sucks, but whatever. It is what it is. And I'm thinking, wow. I said, am I really going to lose by point zero eight? I said, even, like, a stat correction or anything could change the score yeah. in somebody's favor. Yep. That was, always, that was a concern from minute one. Yeah. So. Because we, we all knew Especially with that. the tie, yeah. Um. 
So Tuesday I'm checking, no stack corrections made. Wednesday, no stack corrections made. I wake up on Thursday morning, December 11th, and I check stack corrections, December right? 11th. And I am looking through the place. And mostly, for most stack corrections, it's usually defensive. Right. Like people assisting on tackles, getting solo tackles, this and that. Um, sometimes losing yardage does happen with running backs, receivers, tight ends, even quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So the offensive players are highlighted in blue. So I know if I'm looking for an offensive player, that's fine. I'm looking through there. But as I'm scrolling down, fuck off of this computer. <laughs> Mute that shit. As I'm scrolling down, yeah, can I mute this? Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I see guys in. I saw Jamison Crowder lost the yard. Uh, Derek Carr lost one passing yard. I didn't even yeah. make the connection that it could be, you know, somebody. Oh yeah, I just didn't right? make that connection till just now. So I'm I'm looking down, scrolling, scrolling. I see nobody, wow. and I see the bar on the side of the phone, like almost get close to the end. I'm like, damn, damn, damn. damn. Bar. I'm scrolling, 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 and then I see Darren Waller. In blue letters, and I look to my right, and it says negative one receiving yards. And I yelled so loud really? at six o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? I swear to God, I was like, "Yes!" And Chelsea was like, "What?" And I was like, "I won!" And she was like, "What?" And she's like, "I thought you tied." I was like, "No." She knew about. I said I tied, then I lost, and now I won because Darren Waller was Sousa's starting tight end this week, mm-hmm. and he lost a yard, which is equivalent. To negative point one. Man, that's crazy. I just want to say, as an outside observer to this whole situation, I was just like, man. I was just sitting there eating my fucking popcorn, watching all this happen. No care in the fucking world. Meanwhile, I'm like having a a stroke every day. Because it went from Sunday night to Thursday. So those four days, well, no, see, the I worst was going, days of my life. I While you guys were doing that, I was sitting down here in my basement, right there on that couch... Crisscross applesauce going like this. Zen. Meditating, becoming zen, and becoming one with the fact that I'm going to be a three-time Toilet Bowl champion. Hold on, we're not there yet. Yeah, I know. I got to say, um, the stack correction was a big concern for me because literally that Sunday night we were talking about how the Steelers' defense had plus six. We had to get rid of that. And I made a joke saying, oh, watch, you know, Steelers' D will get minus one for us. Uh, because they had four sacks instead yeah. of five. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking up the stats of the Steelers sacks, and it adds up to five sacks. I'm like, was, they don't have a sack or was, something like that. It was a joke. I was just joking. And then Glenn sends screenshots of, like, all these sources that show four sacks yeah, instead, of, instead five. of five. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose a point. Like, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And then Tuesday, they took the, the touchdown away, but I was like, so, really... The, the odds of a stat correction happening, that really wasn't too much of a surprise because I was so, like, accepting that the defense, my defense might be corrected. And like you said, a lot of the defensive players are what the, where the stat corrections go. So I was like, you know, my defense is going to be uh, like 19 instead of 20, and I'm probably going to lose. So then when I saw that I lost because of stat correction, I was like, ah, oh, it happened. But then now that I really think about it, if you had told me back then that, oh, your defense is fine, you got 20 points. It's not going to be stack corrected. I'll be like, oh, like, this, the chances of me losing from a stack correction now are, like, slim to none. I mean, even if there is one, I could gain a point, or you could lose a point. That, and that's the thing, yeah. Psych. <laughs> and, I like, the fact that Darren Waller, or just an offensive player, is the one that gets stack corrected and I lose... Really thinking about that, that is such bullshit. Darren Waller! And I traded you Darren Waller earlier I this know, year! I know, 
Talk about big brain moves. Fuck off. Galaxy brain moves. Galaxy brain moves. Yeah. To him. So then, I mean, at the end of the day, I lost, I lost by 0 .02. 0 .02, which is... That's which crazy. Is, which is insane. Which is the, oh. the smallest margin possible. possible. My condolences to so. you, Sousa. My condolences. Yeah. Glenn, congratulations. Uh, once again. Mason, you know this is... Does this top Glenn's bu bullshit? Of of the thing of, that happened on the cruise? everything. Everything that he's ever no, done. No, I think the worst Glenn bullshit is either on the cruise, when he was gambling actual money, or... <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess... Or when we were playing mini golf on the cruise, <laughs> one of those two. Oh, that's... It's one of those two. All right. Well, here's... you don't think him winning a stack correction <laughs> in the playoffs and then making it to the championship—that doesn't surprise me. Because I, it's, that's just—I got to win the championship for it to be for it to be the complete cycle. Uh, that golf shot on the cruise—that's skill. You cannot. Tell me that if I gave you a hundred fucking tries, yeah, you could do that <laughs> again. Fuck you probably, if you think so. It'd probably only take me ten. <laughs> yeah. Eat my whole ass. And the gambling thing? <laughs> that you that, can't explain. That, I can't that is explain. like a one that, that in one thousand seventy two <laughs> chance that that happens. For 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 reference, Glenn was playing roulette and when you win on roulette. They don't take your chip off the table. If you lose, well, well I won the number though. Yeah. yeah. So Glenn Black twenty six. Yeah, but if even if you I'll never forget even it. if you win, I think <laughs> nope. even if you win something else, they don't take the chips off. That's right? true. Yeah, you keep, you keep the chip on. Whenever you win on roulette, they keep the chips on. If you lose, obviously they take your chips. So Glenn won on Black twenty six. He was kind of just putting chips on random numbers. So they put what they do is they put your winnings for that number on that chip. No, they, was, they give you the winnings. They, they just, give you the winnings, but they put the thing on where the thing hits, and they keep the chip that you had there on. So yeah. every bet that you place off, like, say that one won, you keep that one on. Like, oh, say if it hit red, you keep that one on. Okay. Yeah, they but just, they give you the actual winnings. But they give you the actual winnings. Regardless. So they give Glenn his winnings, and then he started oh. talking to me and Sousa, and he didn't realize that he left the fucking chip on 26. So he was like, so... The guy says, no more bets. He starts, he throws, like, the ball is starting to come down to a stop. And Glenn goes, oh, shit, I didn't take my chip off of 26. <laughs> and the fucking ball lands on 26 again. 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 <laughs> again. Once again, I'm pretty sure, I am pretty sure, actually, there's 38 numbers, right? Because it goes 1 to 36 and there's two zeros. Yeah, zeros. 1 to okay. 38. So I think I actually had my numbers wrong. 38 times 38. It's a 1 in 1,444 chance that that happens. Like 1 in two, what? 1 in, 1 in 1,444 chance that that happens consecutive times. Are you kidding me? That sums up Glenn bullshit in a nutshell. And as for the, as for the cruise mini golf, he, uh, he was stuck in a sand trap. To beat me, he needed... Well, to tie... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was up two strokes on Glenn. He, so he needed two to tie or, you know, three to lose. He was stuck in a sand trap. And the way the sand trap was, like... It was at, it was like, right the bottom of a very steep yeah. hill. So he basically right had the green. to... This, the mini golf course that we were on was based off of, like, was based off, like, actual golf courses, but they were just, like, a yeah, little bit smaller. they were, like, smaller. replicas of all, like, the, the yeah. best holes around the world. Yeah. It was, sick. It was a sick uh, mini golf course, Bermuda. but... 
anybody ever goes to Bermuda. Yeah, Mini it was really cool. But anyway, he was he was in a sand trap, and the hole was almost on like an ele like an elevation. So like the thing of the hole was you could go like to the left of the sand trap where it was very narrow. And you could get it up there. It technically would be an easier hole-in-one. Or you could take the long way around the right, I believe. I'm pretty sure. But both sides had a very steep hill. And if you took the left, you were more apt to get stuck in the sand trap. And if you get stuck in the sand trap, good fucking luck. Because the... Well, well I say that, but... So the <laughs> good sand trap was, like on, like I said, it was on the bottom of the, on, of the hill, which was very steep. Like, almost... almost like, it had to be at least Almost two, perpendicular two to the ground. Yeah, like a 90-degree, two-feet wall of being stuck in the sand. So Glenn comes... He needs, he needs to hit the shot in order... To tie Souza. No, the win. To, no, no, to tie him. Because then you guys went to overtime. Well, you have to get out of the sand oh, trap yeah. and then score the hole. So, in other words, that. the the way that he should have done it, or what I would have done it, is you go back, take the take the stroke, go back, go up the right side. But instead, Glenn hit the ball from the sand trap, knocked it off the the wall, I think, and it rolled. Did it go in the hole? No, no, no. It, okay. He, got a, he it was somehow like, knocked the ball two feet vertically and perched it perfectly onto the green out of the sand trap, and then the and next it was stroke... Like, it was literally, like, inches away no, from No, no, it was right above the sand trap, and he hit it, like, 20 feet from there with one stroke to spare, like 15, 20 feet, and he gets it in. And we tie, go to sudden death, he wins. Yeah. You remember that? It's all coming back I wish back I didn't now. fucking remember that. Yeah, getting out of the sand trap was one thing, but you still had to make, like, a 15-foot putt. Yeah, but see, tie. that, that I can't... That's, that's, so that's fine. Skill. That's skill. The sand trap is bullshit. <laughs> Jesus fucking You Christ. shouldn't even have been able to make it up from that sand. We can't even describe over, like, audio, like, how ridiculous <laughs> the shot was to get up there. Not even to hit it in from the side. But anyway, you know, we knew stat corrections would go through by Thursday. But then, you know, if you really look at the fine print, like on the app or something, it says the NFL's deadline for stat corrections is Saturday. So there was still hope. All the way to fucking Saturday. So nearly six days of... Of, of just checking stat corrections. Yeah. Making sure nobody lost the yard, nobody gained the yard. <laughs> but that was it. Oh, and my God. Glenn got the win. That was the most stressful week. You're telling me, man. Like I said, I just had some popcorn. Just watching, watching the world burn. Yeah, so, you know, Glenn's in the championship now because of it. And I actually would be if I had the win, which is crazy. But, um, but it's Glenn instead. And you got Craig this week. Yeah. That's a big deal. But more importantly, you talk about my stat correction win against you. Um, our two-time oh, yeah. reigning defending league champion lost to the number eight seed, my dad. Oh, man, that was and so that sweet. Was, and the audio that was on this very podcast mm-hmm. from episode 50, mm-hmm. do you have it? Yeah, okay. Mason will bring it up. Find oh, it. Mason's going to find it. fucking find it. He lost. Craig, who was on the other side of the bracket... Uh, defeated our league commissioner, Panacho. Yep. That was a big Didn't victory. Panacho sent it uh, right here, right? Yep, that should be it. Here we go. Ready? Oh, fuck. My volume's not on. Volume's not on. Not on. Technical difficulties. So, so this was Jake Fryer from episode 50 of the Seller Seller podcast. Here we go. Oh, no, I'm actually looking at, uh, you know, projections for this week and seeing that I should crush your dad and then stop my way to my third championship. Wow. Did you hear what he said? Crush your dad and stomp his way to a third championship. Well, the only place he's stomping to is his couch. 
Because uh, that's where he should be reading his next draft magazine from. And I'll be right on the side of him. Don't worry, Jake. That, you know, I'm shitting on you, but I mean... Yeah, Actually, you know what I mean? If you're not getting first place, yeah. you're in the same position. Basically. I mean, eh. my position's better because I have the opportunity to get a trophy. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Yep. So, we will be crowning a new champion this year. It will either be myself um, after surviving the most stressful stat correction filled week of my life. And, of course, Michael Thomas on Monday night. Um,. I gotta say, Chris had a great team. Um, Mike Evans being hurt obviously helped. Um, because if he plays, I don't know if I beat him. Yeah. I think you beat him by what? Six or eight points or something like that? So in two games, I faced Chris this year, Michael Thomas has scored zero points against me. You mean Mike Evans? I'm Mike, Mike Evans. Oh, oh okay. my, yeah, Michael Thomas! <laughs> Michael don't, Thomas! Don't get it twisted. Michael Thomas and Aaron Jones combined in two games against me this oh year? Yeah. Fucking, I, I, like I did the math. It's like 115 points. I was going to say, they probably put up more points than my team has all year. It's a joke, bro. Aaron Jones has six touchdowns against me this year. And Michael Thomas is apparently uncoverable because he's wide open every fucking play. So Anyways. You can't, best you can't talk about that, though. I can't. I prevailed. it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I'm going to the championship. I'm facing Craig. Craig has a solid team. Led by one of the best fantasy football players to ever play the sport. Otherwise known, known as White, White Jesus. Jesus. A.K.A. Christian McCaffrey. White Jesus. But um, it's just been... Oh my God. It's one of those years. And I told Craig this earlier. Like, If you had to like do a championship DVD, from what I've had to go through in adversity this year in my season, starting one and four... Didn't think I'd be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, what the fuck is up with you winning championships when you fucking start one and five? And one change and your name. See, the thing is, like, you you can yeah, what the hell? You can. I'm changing my team name to New Day too. this week. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> you can. God. No, don't you? Dare. I'm doing it. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> I'm doing it. So right what will now. happen is, like, like the adversity from starting one and four to not knowing if I was going to make the playoffs, and you say, what's what you know? What do you ask about this? See, the thing is, you can you can make projections about what guy's going to get. You know, everybody's numbers are calculated, but there's one stat that you can't measure, and that's heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's heart, man. My team's got heart. With the backs against the wall, even... Fuck you. And even... <laughs> Mason just changed his team name to New Day. Like, that's going to help him not get the toilet. Fuck up. Um, when my team had his back against the wall this year, when it was week 13, and I had to win to get in against my dad, James White dropped trowel. I got 33 points. Mm. Um, the fantasy gods were forever in my favor against you in round one. Mm-hmm. And my team was able to withstand a thunderous comeback from Michael Thomas on Monday night. And now, when the odds get going even tougher, against Christian McCaffrey, against Tyreek Hill, against Craig's uh, great team that he assembled this year in his first year in our league, the new day will rise to the occasion. Craig keeps saying he's praying to white Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. White Jesus died on the new day. He will rise again. What? Come on. He will rise again. Modified draft. But, but it's not going to be this week. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, if Craig loses, it'll probably be on the back of his kicker. Oh, I hope he loses so bad. 
His kicker will get him like three points. Greg, just, send me a, just send a fucking picture in the chat of Christian Kirk not practicing today. So I'd hate to see it. I hope you fucking go down in flames, Greg. One more <gasps> thing about Craig real quick. He um, told me that he picked up carry on. Yeah, Johnson I'm looking at it right now. There he is. Just so you wouldn't be able to get him and play him in the toilet bowl. <laughs> just because of that. Yep. I hope Craig loses. He literally asked me yesterday. He said, are you making any waiver claims? And I said, nah, what you see... I don't need carry on Johnson to beat Gomes. Wow. <gasps> Fuck you, Craig. Eat my ass. Well. Damn. Um, you had told me it's me against the world after I defeated you. Is that statement still true? Are you rooting for Craig this week? Honestly, yes, I am. No, Glenn. Sorry. I'm team Glenn all the way. I understand. I have to. Craig will fuck himself. He thinks he can come into our league first year. I mean, last year... If it wasn't for um, me starting Traquan Smith over Cortland Sutton, Panacho wouldn't have made it to the championship. So the fact that he lost was, was you know, a weight off my shoulders. If he had won, my God. Same thing, same exact situation, just a little different. Yep. Same premise, though. I can't have you win after that. <clears throat> I, I get that. Um, if I were you, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick... <laughs> But if I were you... Quit fantasy? No, no. Because I might. I might, <laughs> I might, too. I wouldn't even... So let's start playing fantasy golf. Really? I wouldn't yeah, even... Hey, you're doing good in the fantasy hockey league. Even though I got Pasternak this year. Shut it's pretty. Anyways. Susan, <laughs> I'm not trying I'm to... I'm taking be... it back. I'm room for Craig. I'm not trying to be a dick. But if I were you, I would not put in a lineup this week. Just so you can't see the what could have been. If... <laughs> <laughs> No, if it goes to the because I'd add it up and someone or someone else. <laughs> say, you, yeah, I was gonna say you think Souza wouldn't add it up himself. Come on, I was just saying no. I'm not gonna start a lineup that way. I don't even want to know. Yeah. And even if he didn't add it up himself, Nacho would, yeah. and he'd send him the score and say, "Oh, you would have beat everyone else. Hate to see it." No, but you which, know by what? the way, just a quick side note: Are you two gonna fucking make out or something, dude? God, I'm so sick of seeing you two go back and forth about both. Oh, fucking. Hey, Susie, you lost in the first round by .02 points. And you're going, oh, yeah, but so did you, dude. You lost, too. And then you guys are both having a fucking circle jerk while I'm at work trying to fucking focus on doing work. And I see my phone. I look at my watch. I got, like, 85 messages on there. And I say it's literally the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. First of all, you have to put that chat on Do Not Disturb. I do have it on Do Not Disturb. I'm saying it still annoys me when I open up my phone hey. and it says like 200 notifications. In my Second messages. of all, you put the chat on Do Not Disturb. Don't leave the chat. <laughs> yeah, fucking at Sousa. Pussy bitch. Dude, nothing pussy even bitch. happened. I just said, you know what? I'm done. I left. <laughs> I'm done. It wasn't like after he said something. I just left. Um, I was but like, no. It's uh, Panacho. I thought that Panacho kicked you and then was trying to make it seem like you left. Because you can, you can oh, do no, that. Oh, no, no, no. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it would say if I was kicked versus if I left. No, it's a, it just says that you left the conversation on iMessage. We should kick Fryer. <laughs> Why? Why not? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. He won't even know. Yeah. Checks yeah, his phone might. like once a day or something. Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, another news, Jake Aronson lost in the first round, too. I just want to throw that up there. Mm, he did. A team that's only good once every three years um, so, continues uh, to lose in the we'll first see, round. We'll see you in 2022, Jake. Yep. We'll see you then. Um, what else? Fly home, buddy. Uh, Mason. Are we going to talk about this now? Talk about you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All ahead. right. So, I'm in the toilet bowl again for three out of three out of four of last years. Are I've you been shitting me? I swear to God. <sighs> you weren't in it last year. 
No. Was the year before? Three out of four. Yeah, you had it the year before, didn't you? Yeah. And then, no, three out of five. Oh, three out of five. Still fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, Mason. You know what I just realized? What? Every year I'm in the championship, you're in the toilet bowl. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. So your luck are... So we have parallel... <laughs> opposite luck. It's his fault. Wow. What was your record? I was seven and six my first year. No, this year. Seven and six. Damn, okay. Because I was going to say I'm five and eight, so if you were like eight and five, then we have like the perfect reverse. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, I, I can say that past years, the first year I won the toilet, I wish I could go back and look at my team because my team was no, you don't. absolutely dreadful. Like, it was bad. And then two years ago when I won the toilet, my team once again was pretty bad. Um, this year, though, my team sucks, but this isn't because of me. This time is because I've had so many injuries. Susan sent my injury log mm. of how many people on my team had that have passed away, uh, this year. It was like eight. R.I.P. You could literally make a fantasy team just out of my injured players. So, uh... Here's number one, Will Disley. I know from Damn. fucking week three. Remember week that four. name? Yeah. Let's see if I can find this. Um, yeah. on Johnson, Calvin Ridley, David Johnson was hurt, uh, and now he's on my bench because he's the biggest bust in the first round of all time, besides Love Bell. Thanks. Uh, that's not why I said that. <laughs> um, who else do? Oh, Marvin Jones, mm. also on IR. Uh, Chris Herndon literally touched Herndon. the fucking AstroTurf and then oh, turned into ash. I forgot about Herndon. <laughs> I um, Hmm. What else am I thinking? Uh, Christian Kirk was out for like five weeks. Oh, Darius Geis. Tore his or Tore something. His knee. His tore, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fucked up his knee. Came back. Time. Fucked up his knee again. Because Darius Geis so nice. Do it twice. Oh. Huh. Uh, I think it says thrice now. Yeah. Thrice. I think you right. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, what the fuck? Yeah, so carry on. What do you guys, think, Ridley? You Marvin think you're showing for, or do you think you can beat Gomes? Uh, I think I'm probably gonna win the tournament. All right, here's the thing, Mason. <laughs> I'm my team's so bad, bro. Hold on, let me let me read my starting roster this week because of the fucking injuries I have been plagued with. Um, all right, here we go. You ready? Mm. Russell Wilson. I'm like, oh, he's, he's great. Starting off hot. Okay. Off. Well, he was good. DeAndre Washington who? is my RB1. <laughs> Who's that? The backup for Josh Jacobs, who, thank fucking he's Christ, starter. is not playing That's this right. Game. For the Raiders. Uh-oh. It's a big deal. Watch out, bro. Who can guess who my RB2 is? <laughs> Chris Thompson? Uh, yeah. Chris Thompson. <laughs> Chris Thompson. You never know. Chris know. Thompson. You never know. My wide receiver one. Brandon Cooks. Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wide receiver two, who hasn't even practiced this week, Christian Kirk. Damn. My tight end is Noah Fant, who has actually been pretty good. Hey, but you're he gets hurt every time he gets a catch. Yeah. And there's like a 50-50 chance whether he's going to come back on the field. Yeah. And my flex is probably the best player on my team, honestly, Brashad Perriman. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, guy has been, this guy has been oh dropping his trousers for the past four weeks so, mm. hopefully he does it again this week. 
Uh, then I have New Orleans defense, and my kicker is Matt Prater, who, which, speaking of, I am getting another fucking kicker because I am sick yeah, thank you. of dealing with this fucking Lions offense because David Blow blows. Blah. It's Blow. <laughs> it's Blow. Goodbye, Matt Prater. Yeah, David, my ass. David Blau does blow. Watch, I've had Matt Prater all year, and he's going to get fucking 20 points this week. Especially, uh, isn't he playing at mile high? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh-oh. Whatever, I don't yes. care. It's crazy um, Not uh, the week to drop Matt Prater. I'm going, you know what I'm going with, Glenn? Going with Kai Forbath. Oh. I swear to fucking God, Glenn. Hey, he was nasty last week. I know he was. <laughs> he better be nasty this week. Or else I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Oh no. So anyway, uh, I'm not trying to make excuses for myself because you can always sounds like you always improve your team. Sounds like trying. But to I'm making excuses for myself yeah. this year. Uh, the last two toilet bowls, I think, were definitely of my own doing, especially because one year my team was what I drafted and it just sucked. The second year, I made that horrendous trade with Jake that completely blew up in my face and David Johnson. Broke his wrist. Caesar. So, David Johnson, in reality, has been the reason, almost, you could say, for two of my toilet bowls. I'm not going to say um, that. No, I'm going to say that, because I fucking hate David Caesar. Johnson. I hate you rotten hell. Caesar, how God. Do you think, how do you think Mason got in this predicament? you think it was his injuries? you think it was a draft? <laughs> All right, listen. Do you think you it was guys, when he was born? You guys oh, can't say. I don't know. Oh, it, was, it, it all started when I was born. When I was born. You can't say it was because I didn't make any trades. I made a trade this year. We're Juan. Jake, my you best buddy. You can't say it's because I didn't make any. You can't say it's because I didn't make any waiver claims or transactions because I have quite a fucking view this you year. Have a total of five. That is not true. <laughs> I have so many. That was last year. I have so I'm many more than that this I'm year. About to look. Look it up. Six. I'm definitely in double digits. Um. You got six. You needed six hundred. Why isn't it? Continue talking. All right. All right. So yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm fucking not trying here, guys. It's just man, like fantasy is luck sometimes. I just don't have good luck. No, it's uh yeah, you're you're completely right. If it makes you feel any better, Mason, I am rooting for you very hard. Thank you. I because I that. want to see Brandon Gomes, my dear friend, become the first champ to chump. You know what would be really funny? Mm. Is if you know Gomes has obviously been joking about Jared his his name is uh, Prince Goffrey. Prince Goffrey, and he was planning on changing cha- changing his name to King Goffrey when Jared Goff had like a really good game. But the problem is Jared Goff has been cheeks all year long. Yep. So what would be funny is if Jared Goff has another shit game this week, and then next week drops like. Like five touchdowns and like no picks and throws like four hundred yards. He's got a good chance to have a shit game this week when he plays uh, San Fran Saturday night. Oh man, fingers fucking crossed, boys. Let yeah, me. You tell have you. Um, twenty-one acquisitions. Yeah, thank you. Oh, See, pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, it's up like that's four times more than I had last year. What I have like six or something? Maybe to get three. But no, Russell Wilson has a good <laughs> matchup home against Arizona, so that, that should be good. Other than that, though, like he's been bad. Have you looked? Since week seven, he has one yeah, great Russell game. Yeah, Russell Wilson's not been good. For like 14, 15, 16, 9, 16, 10, 19. Then 39 was in there, too. But other than that one game, but this is a great matchup. So I'd be happy to have him. John G. Washington's a starter. Should be good at the Chargers. Chris Thompson, PPR, right? PPR. Mm. Yeah, Brandon you Cooks. would think so, considering, <laughs> but he only got like, three points last week. He's like five-point PPR. Brandon Cooks, man, he hasn't. He's disappeared. 
<laughs> he sucks. So does Jared Goff. Put Perriman as a starter and put Cooks as the flex. Yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Give him some credit. Right. Perriman deserves it. Perriman. Never thought we'd be talking about his ass. And on that note... I did. That's why I picked him up. We're going to transition to our stellar stars of the week. Brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. We'll get to your news, Susan. We'll get to your news. But All we're right. going... We talked about Brashad Perriman. We might as well talk about stellar yeah, stars. Yeah, because Brashad Perriman can... Uh, what? I, look, what? You're doing another I Yes, I am. Another. Uh... Coincidentally, there we go. Yes. Brashad uh, Perriman is my stellar star of the week. Uh, he dropped Trout on Detroit. Talk, talk about a lot. Talking a lot about oh dropping Trout today. Uh, five receptions. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> for one hundred. Five receptions for one hundred and thirteen yards. Yeah, that's fucking big boy shit right there. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> And three big old T D's. Mm. Juicy. Yeah. Juicy. That guy, man. If you big go TD back guy. at all the stellar stars, I'm pretty sure it's at least eighty percent of the time Mason picked this team. Someone from this. Team. It's gotta be. I'm gonna say Listen, man, I gotta make myself time. feel better about my fucking team. Okay? My stellar star of the week is uh, a man who plays on a fantasy team that got eliminated in the first round. That's the guy I'm looking at? It, it, could it be? Could it be the man? Lamar oh. Jackson. Oh. Did you think I was going to say Ezekiel Elliott? No, I was looking at Miles Sanders. Because Panach got eliminated in the first round, too. Yeah, he did. Oh, didn't that's it? right, dude. But, um, he tries to make you forget by pointing the finger at me. We remember. Oh, I Pepperidge Farms remembers. Pepperidge Farms. Pepperidge but no, Farms Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson's been a stellar star of the week on this show at all, even though he's having like an MVP season. It's not no, fair. I, I had him as my summer star. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Is he on any of your fantasy teams? No. Okay. And that's uh, 10% out of the 90 oh, that yeah, yeah. hasn't been on Mason's yeah, team. Fuck yourself. Lamar Jackson this week, though, on Thursday night, or last week, I should say, um, threw, I had the statistic. I know he threw five touchdowns. Not one. Yeah, five. Not a five. pair. Not three touchdowns. Not even four touchdowns, but he threw five. Yep, and like, when does. you throw five touchdowns, you're going to have a lot of fancy points. That's just how it works. Um, but Lamar Jackson, last week against the Jets on the last Thursday night football game of the year. Thank God. No more Thursday night football. Yes. Um, it's now Saturday. I like the Saturday games. Okay? I'll say it. I like it. Uh-oh. Um, he had five touchdowns, but he only had 212 yards because he didn't need to, you know, throw for a lot of yards because they were smacking the Jets. And then he also added that with... Uh, Eight rushing attempts for 86 yards, but, you know. Sprinkle, sprinkle that Sprinkle all in the Sprinkle it So in. ridiculous. Sprinkle it. So, yeah. Lamar Jackson, my stellar star of the week. It's a yeah. shame he's not on a uh, competing for a championship fantasy team. It wouldn't be fair Is it really, it though? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, no. you, you look at Craig, who he's got a guy who's a stud like Christian McCaffrey. He's competing for a cha- fantasy championship. And then you look at the second stud of the year. Got to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And he... Basically useless now. Mm. Yeah. Useless. As they say, one guy is usable, the other guy isn't. Perfectly balanced is all things should be. I didn't know where you were going with that there, but I haven't heard anybody say that. My stellar star yeah. of the week no. is... Tango says that. I know, but I'm saying like the first one guy is usable. I was like, what? Nobody's... Oh. Yeah, okay. I know what you mean. Okay. He's a prophet. Go, go ahead, Susan. My stellar star of the week is the best white receiver on the Rams, Tyler Higbee. The tight end. 
Why did I think you were going to say Cooper Cup? Because, because he blows. <laughs> I'm so sick. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm just saying. He adjusted the glasses. <laughs> All right. The common now. denominator so far, we only have two samples. So you need three to really, you know, justify. Three trials and control. But had Adam Thielen last year, the white number one receiver. He was my number one receiver. And then Cooper Cup this year, my number one receiver, also white, also the number one on his team. Actually, both of them you could kind of argue both ways. Maybe not so much Cooper Cup this year. But they both start off amazing. Thielen had like nine games over 100 yards. Every game, Cooper Cup, almost the same. Then both of them, after the bye week, just like, what the fuck's happening? Is it because they're white? Maybe. I don't know. Is Susan going to be like Antonio Brown next year? Like, no white woman, but no white man. <laughs> I'm just, like, it's un- man, it's so annoying. Guy. I hate watching the Rams all year. And then, like, I'm che- I still checked Fantasy Cast this week. And I was like, oh, third quarter, Cooper Cup, zero points. <laughs> zero points, zero points. And then you know, when I think this really started is when I said that Cooper Cup was going to be absolutely nasty the week that you played me. That might have been it. I mean, <laughs> the last couple weeks he has had a touchdown. Yeah. But. Like but his, his usage, like they were know. showing, they were showing the numbers. Like really, before the Seattle game, where I faced you, prior to that, like his usage on the field was like he was out there for like eighty percent of snaps. After that, he kept dwindling down like sixty percent, forty percent, and then like by Seattle game it was like thirty percent of snaps. There was a point in like the first half where we were like, is he even on the field? That's and what he wasn't. he wasn't when I played you. Yeah, That's I mean the Rams be... were up a lot, but he wasn't even on the field the whole it second. Doesn't even half, make sense yeah. though, too, because it's not like it. he's not talented, and I don't think anyone he's there's not like reports of him being unhappy or like yeah. or injured or but, anything. But they know. have guys like Reynolds out snapping him. Yeah, which yeah. makes no sense because yeah. I think everyone can. Anyone with eyes. Like, I understand Robert Woods. Like, I feel like Robert Woods is the most versatile receiver on that team. Yeah. Because <laughs> he can do it all. Yeah, exactly. So, I understand him being, like, the guy who's out there on every play. And then you throw in Cooper Cup. Brandon Cook's here for different formations. But Cooper Cup, he's the number two guy. But I think I think Ridiculous. you can make a case for Cooper Cup being able to do all the things that Robert Woods does. He can. I think Just Cooper, as well, if not better. He's I think, also I think Cooper player. Cup's more explosive, too. And, you know, for a big play capability. But, it's either... You know, the one common denominator, again, two samples, not enough, is that they're white receivers. But I think it's it's not that. I think it's these overrated quarterbacks that are thrown to them, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. Mm. That could be it. So no white more. quarterbacks. No more am I drafting these wide receivers from these overrated bums. Or so, maybe it'll be based on skin color. I don't know. Susan's going to draft Julian Edelman next year, and after the bye week, yeah. Edelman's <laughs> yeah. career is just going to be done. He's going to tear both of his ACLs, retire. So I'm done with that bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tyler Higby, he's been nasty the last few weeks. Um, his best game was this. Actually, no, it wasn't his best game. But he had a great game this week. 17 points. He had 12 receptions for 111 yards on 14 targets. He's the man there. Really, like this past month or two months, every time I watched a Rams game and I saw number eight and white skin, uh, it was always Higby and not Cup. Like, what the fuck? But Tyler, no, he's been great. Tyler Higby has been nasty. He Tyler really Higby, is. a.k.a. Ned Bigby. Ned Bigby. Is going to... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he, if, like, say in the future, like next year, um, he's going to be a tight end to watch out for. Because I don't think Garrett Everett will... Gerald? Gerald. I don't even know his Chris? fucking name. <laughs> CJ? Chris, Chris Herbert. Um, I don't even think, <laughs> think he'll be a factor if Big, uh, Bigby keeps playing like this, so... Um, yeah, great game from a tight end, especially if you if you really needed to find one late in the year because he didn't have one. Whew, it's been great. Mm. Give some credit to the tight ends. 
All right, Glenn. Fuck of the week. You got to do your... Oh, yeah. It's been so long. Mm. That was Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job. Your man or woman started. 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 All right, man. Started. Uh, okay, so this week's Stellar Star of the Week, I just got to find him. I know who it is this week. Did you, I just, what did you just say? I mean, oh, shit. <coughs> Call <You're> right. <coughs> It's been a long time. So, yeah, it has been a long time. Uh, what do you say when you stub your toe? I'll ask that for you. Fuck! That's what you say. I this say, is fuck of the week. I say shoot, shoot, darn it! And I say heck, say, fiddlesticks, hecking, ow, prick around, get Owie. hecked on, ouchie, fudge, a okay. bitch. Whoa. Whoa, could have been worse. Still could be. Still could be. Ned Bigby. Still could be. Okay, so this week, our fuck of the week is brought to you by PB and J Lube. You're gonna fuck. You might as well use lube. Okay. Mm. Uh, this Stella, or Jesus Christ, I almost did it again. This fuck of the week, fuck, fuck, is none other than Marlon Mack of the Indianapolis Colts. So yeah, uh, yeah. Come on, Mack. So he finished with 19 yards. So you're probably thinking, well, Colts got blown out, right? Maybe they just didn't run the ball that much. Marlon Mack isn't really a pass catcher. Maybe he wasn't used that much. Maybe they went to, you know, Williams or Hines or something, you know. No. No. He ran the ball 11 times, and he finished with 19 yards. 11. That is so bad. Mm. That's like... Are you kidding me? A little bit above, like, 1.5 yards per carry or something mm. stupid. Yeah. About that. That's, yeah. that is so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Pretty uh, bad. It's definitely not good. And if you were in the playoffs relying on Marlon Mack, as probably as your set and forget an RB2. Rip in peace. Um, yeah, sorry about that. But uh, So, yeah, so he finished with 1.9 points. That is just... Booty That's not what you want. That blows chunks. That's not what I want. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was fuck of the week brought to you by... PB&J Lube. Excuse me. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use lubricant. Good. All right. Good job. Thank you. Uh, good, job. good job on your segment as well. Souza, it's time for your segment because it's time for the news with Souza. That's what we call a segue in this business, baby. Yeah. Not a whole lot of news that I really want to talk about, but there's some gems in there. Mm. No one was um, in t-shirt and shorts this week? I don't think so. Oh, Although Carrion Johnson, apparently he's making a return. He might be out there in shorts. Actually, Detroit. It's probably cold. Yeah, um, they're in dome. Oh my god, you're right. And they're in but do they practice in a dome? They're in Denver. Even colder, possibly. Yeah, they don't play in a dome. So, um, we didn't have an episode last week, but Mike Evans got hurt. After our last episode, yeah, this last week. If you don't know that and you kept him in your lineup, then the fuck you doing? Dude, shit happens. So he's on IR. Shit happens. He's on IR, unfortunately. Then you've seen the likes of Rashad Perryman step up. <laughs> um, Chris Godwin, you would expect to keep going, if not do a little better. But then he got banged up last week. He, he ended up sitting out the rest of that game. He's, he's questionable. He's not on IR or anything. So, uh, so just make sure you look at him this week. It'll be important. Rashad Perriman gang rise up. Yeah. 
Rashad Perriman, who thought we'd ever be talking about him at this point? Me. He's been in the league for like how many years? That's why I picked him up. Like four or five. He hasn't done shit. It's like Kevin White. Remember him? Oh my god, that's a name. But it's like that's like the same year as Perriman, I think. Yeah, you really least... do like drafting white related things, huh? Kevin White, Adam Thielen. Kevin White, I'd Cooper never drafted, Cup. and he's black. You definitely had him on your team at one point. I might have I might have added him, yes. Did you have Roddy just, White? No. Did you just change change the team name to Whole Milk? Whole milk? <laughs> Actually I prefer a two percent. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Two so, percent milk. Godwin was held out of practice Wednesday, so he's questionable, like I said. Trash. Blah, blah, blah. Josh Jacobs, as we hinted to earlier, not playing this week. Thank Hello, DeAndre God. Washington. Thank God. Thank God. Not that he's hurt. Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of that he's hurt. Fucked up. More so, thank God that DeAndre Washington is the starter this week. Evan Ingram will undergo surgery Friday to repair his injury in his left foot. What a bust that guy was, too. Yeah, got him in my Dynasty League. Woo-hoo. Well, Dynasty's good. <laughs> Dynasty's yeah, it's good fine. if he ever sees the field again. Jesus. A la AJ Green. Jeffrey. Oh. Alshon Jeffrey got surgery, too. And his the same exact thing in his right foot. It says uh, Liz, Liz Frank injury. Ooh, those are never good. I don't know I've ever heard yeah. that in my life. Liz Frank is like... Liz Frank. Liz, uh, I know. Anne Frank's sister. I was going to say, I know Anne Frank. <laughs> No, she was so, in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> while Ann was up in the attic. Oh man. No, Liz Frank is like a small bone in your foot, I think. So, like, if you need surgery on that, there's like a high chance of um, it rebreaking. It's like that. I think um, it might have been the thing that Des Bryant had. You know, he had like oh, yeah. issues with his foot for a long time. I think Edelman actually had that as well. Yep. So that's why he's been it's like re-injuring calm. over the past I few think, years. Uh, Greg Olson, same. same yes, type Greg of thing. Olson had that as well. Mm. And a lot of times, they it, it becomes an issue the next year. Yeah, because they usually re-injure it, I guess. Gotcha. It has like a high chance of re-breaking. So, Jeffrey, kind of not surprised. Evan Ingram, that's unfortunate. Um, Rashad Penny was placed on IR. Carrion Johnson? Back. I don't see any ESPN reports like as of the last five days, but apparently. He's back. He's back. He uh, was placed on IR a while ago, but that's but coming to him? an end. Oh, no. This he's going to be splitting carries. This is the last week. Ty Johnson and Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. Don't forget the fact they have Bro. blow at quarterback now. Blow. 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 He blows. Blow. No, I wouldn't trust him at all blow. if blow. he plays blow. this week. Um, Geis is on IR. Ridley was on IR. Marvin Jones is on IR. I'm just reading the list. Okay. Just dude. reading the list. Yeah. I'm just reading the list. Um, DJ Charks in the walk. Kim Newton blue. underwent surgery. The Liz Frank injury in his left foot. Don't worry about DJ Chark. He's in a, rock, in a walking boot. Okay. So. Um, okay. okay. But, yeah, those are the big injury news for the, for your primetime players. I got one that you didn't say. A.J. Green is done for the year now. Really? Yeah, you know, good. today. Good, he says. Well, not good, but, like, enough already. The season was over that. before the game. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck would draft him? Glenn's dad. He drafted him? I know he had him. He <laughs> traded for him or something. He drafted him, traded him to me. I traded him to Zach, and then Zach traded him back to my dad. <laughs> and then my dad dropped him. Dude, your dad. And he still made it further than Jake Fryer. <laughs> and he's still not going to win the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that too. He okay. finds a way. But in other non-injury-related news, Spygate 2.0, guys. Here we go. I love- Bring in your Pat's radio callers. 
We're, we're taking calls. I yeah, think dude, we have Mason on the radio right now. You really right think that Bill needs to record the Cincinnati Bengals, dude? Okay. That's cool. No, like, on a real note, well, listen, man. I don't get – at this point, it's not even whether or not about the fact that they were recording for malicious purposes or what have you. Maybe it was an honest mistake by the producers there. They're from, like, an outside um, source, I guess. So, like, technically, I think the NFL is really looking into that to see how closely connected craft video productions Wait. is related to football. Talk about the football operation. Lay, lay down the line of what the issue is. Oh, all right. So, those who don't know. basically, uh, a bunch of, like, people working for craft video productions, which is... Oh, that's a thing? Yeah. Craft video productions? Is that yeah. on Pornhub? It's supposed to be Asian porn. Jesus Christ, man. But hand job porn, all that stuff. Happy ending. Yes. All right. So Friend anyway. Right, oh no. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what? He stars in his own films. Okay, sorry. So they went to uh, Cincinnati with a scout who was scouting for the game this week. This happened last Sunday when the Patriots played the Chiefs. Uh. In their opponent this week was the Cincinnati Bengals, so which already happened. Yes, which already happened. So last week. So last week. So two weeks ago, <laughs> technically, <laughs> this happened when the Patriots were playing the Chiefs that Sunday. So anyway, all right. So they sent a scout to Cincinnati to do advanced scout work on the Bengals, who was their opponent this past week. That's basically the long and short of it. While he was there. Craft Sports Productions wanted to record him for a video portion that is on their, uh, on their on, website. It's right? on the Patriots official website, like buried all the way at the bottom. Nobody fucking watches it. It's like it. a documentary series, like Do Your Job. Yeah, it's called like Do Your Job. Yeah. So basically, they look at like all the lesser known people of the organization of the football operation uh, that don't really get recognition as much, and like what their jobs are and stuff. So like they look at training staff sometimes, equipment managers and shit. I'm pretty ball sure. boys. Yeah, not those guys because because <laughs> they deflate they deflate the balls. So, um, so yeah, they were recording him doing his advanced scouting work, and supposedly they wanted B-roll footage of the field. So they started recording the field, and then for some reason just panned at the fucking Cincinnati Bengals sideline <laughs> for eight minutes. For eight minutes. Eight minutes. So and then the video and then, and then they got caught. They got caught by the Cincinnati security guards because the dumb fucks are all in Bruins gear in the press box. <laughs> and, and, like, in the video that they <laughs> really? showed on Fox, like, that Jay Glazer presented, the guy who is recording sounds like a typical Boston, like, just his accent. Yeah, he's like, like, he's like, dude, come on, dude. He's like, I'll, I'll delete like, it, dude. I, I, I can delete this footage if you need me to. Like, I, It'll be gone. I have no computer Jay. to put it on, dude. It'll dude, come done. on, Jay. Like, Jay, I'll delete uh, the video. And, and the fact, like, him admitting that, like, he'll delete it and then, like, he won't have it, it just, like... It sounds just like a kid being caught by the police yeah. or something. It's like, oh, no, like, like you know... So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, there's a rule that you can't record the other person's sideline uh, at I all. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. As you Is can it without see, their consent? Uh, no. So it's not... It it's so it's worse than rape. All right, let's not get into that, please. I was gonna go there. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. I was gonna compare it to sex. But. Jesus. Okay, so here's my take. I don't even care whether they did it or not. That's not the issue here. Because 
maybe it was an honest mistake. Supposedly, the producer released a statement. He didn't know the rules, to which I say, how are you recording in the press box of football field not know the rules? How are you not briefed on that by someone higher up than you? If anything, it is a fail in management at Craft Sports Productions. Okay, bottom line. However, uh, like, you... <laughs> because it's the Patriots and everything that happened with Spygate before, you can't even take the chance of that happening. Not even take the chance. You just don't do it. You know how bad that's going to look. You cannot. You cannot do that. Don't even take the risk. I don't even care whether, like I said, I don't care whether or not they did it, whether they're guilty of doing it. We can talk about that all day, but... We'll never know, okay? We will never know exactly what the intent of those people was when they were recording the video. Maybe they were just honestly trying to get B-roll footage. They didn't know the rules, okay? But you, you just can't take the risk. Don't take the risk. Film the scout walking into the stadium. Film him walking out of the stadium. Don't fucking take the chance because if anybody know, notices... They're going to fucking jump at the opportunity because they're going to say, look at the Patriots cheating again. You caught them with their fucking hand in the cookie uh, jar. jar. Again. Again. Again, again, again. So stupid. Just don't, like, you, like you just don't, don't take the risk. Don't take the fucking risk. It's not worth it for fucking uh, Vinny McNally who fucking sits at home in his Patriot foot, uh, <laughs> Patriot footy pajamas and watches Do Your Job once a week because that's the only fucking guy who does it. The guy who was being interrogated by the security officer should have just said, "Ron to Cincinnati." <sighs> I uh, I, agree, I agree with you, Mason. I'm not gonna add anything else. I'm not gonna you know. Yeah. As a Patriot hater, it you know it looks bad. And just stupid. Even if I was a Patriots fan, it looks bad. Like. Stuff should be easily avoided. Dude, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, bro. But that's the thing, too, is that, like, this is when all the stupid fucking Patriots fans come out of the woodwork and just go, yeah. dude, they hate us because they ain't us, bro. It makes it, like... Shut do the you, fuck up, man. Do you think, um... Do you think this happens with a lot of teams, but no one gets caught? Do you think this is a thing? Bro? No. Well, not just this, you but, like, what? malicious stuff like that. Yeah. Trying to gain an edge. I, I, think, I, was... I think it's because of the Patriots... Um, it gets brought to a, a, a brighter light. I would say if this is a because Patriots, they're so successful. If it, if this was a team like the fucking Jets or somebody else, nobody would give a shit. But do you think? But I don't happens? even I don't even think it would come out of the. I don't even think it would come out. That's what I'm saying. Like I nobody, think I think what would happen is the security officers would be like, "Yeah, oh, man, what are you doing?" And they'd be like, "I'll delete the footage." They delete the footage. No one even knows it happened. Yeah. Except maybe the two teams. That's it. Um, but because of the Patriots, obviously they're gonna have a chance to get exposed. Biggest like, question will be what uh, the punishment will be. I don't know. Supposedly, I heard on the uh, in a report on the radio that um, the NFL is going to look at intent instead of whether or not the Patriots actually did it, because obviously they did it. Uh, they're actually looking at intent, That's tough. which, which, in my opinion, favors the Patriots. If anything, because yeah, how are you gonna? Because you can't prove somebody's intent. You know, is this or that? That's why I'm think I'm thinking. That the NFL probably knows that the that it might have been an honest mistake, and that's why they're probably only gonna like give hit them with probably like a pretty significant fine. So I think, I think draft at least if well. they hide behind intent, they can be like, oh. If it's all right, if it's the Patriots' first offense doing that, I think you're absolutely right. Probably just a fine. 
because of all the history that the Patriots have with Spygate before, with yeah. Flategate, everything else. I don't know. It, it's, could, it's, it could come down harder just because it's Goodell. Yeah, it's tough too because I've seen conflicting reports all week. I think at the beginning, I think on Monday or Sunday, there was a report that the NFL was going to come down really hard on the Patriots. And then Monday, there was a report that they weren't going to come down hard on the Patriots. And then yesterday, there was a report that they were going to come down hard on the Patriots again. Yeah, we'll just have so, to wait and see what comes out. And plus, we don't even know when this, study's gonna, the, this investigation is going to be concluded. It could be next week. It could be in three months. And I think the longer that it drags on, that doesn't help the Patriots out at all. Mm. Because that means that there's something for the NFL to look into. That's crazy. So, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna add a segment, not a segment to this, but some more news here. Well, I had a uh, a thing on that quick. Oh, um, go ahead, sorry. Susan. So, the the claims that they were trying to get uh, coaching signals. Yes. Uh, obviously, visual, right? You'd think. I would say, to, if I was trying to defend myself, like I would say, we never zoomed in. I, I I don't think they zoomed in on these guys, did they? Like specifically on the coaches that are giving the signals, they just had a wide shot of everyone on the sideline. Um, if they were looking for signals, they would. But just... you can you can still clearly see the whole sideline. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, can you clearly see signals from one guy in that wide shot? You know, what well, I mean? if he's holding up fingers and doing everything, and you're all, and you're also paying attention to if guys move simultaneously giving a signal. Like if one guy does something here, one guy does another thing, it could be. You know, mean something else. That's. I, mean. I also think it's fucking. It's a uh, mad stupid that like you can't record in the press box. But then if I went to a game, like if the Patriots hired me and I went to a game in fucking Bengals a Bengals uniform and I walked in and I had front row seats and I just recorded the Bengals sideline the whole game. That'd be completely fine. Yeah, you're just some uh, Vinnie Mac. What is it? Vinnie McNally? Vinnie McNally? Yeah, they don't care about you. From no. fucking Southie? Yeah. I thought if they wanted uh, scouting footage, I thought the NFL provided that. I thought they filmed every game like like that. You know what I mean? No, well, that's they, the thing. It's not, it's not an NFL production, what they were doing. Oh, so they yeah, couldn't, yeah, they couldn't yeah, get. Yeah. Maybe they could have requested the B-roll from the NFL, yeah. but gotcha. you would have had to request it from them, and they do like a weekly... Uh, series. I don't know. Regard. I'm not trying to defend it anyway. Regardless, it was stupid. It's crazy. So, Jesus. Like, like I, I, I've said my piece on this. All right. Like <laughs> I said, I want to transition to another piece of news here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys a question that we all know the answer to, mm. or maybe we don't and we can't answer. I'll try my best. Hit me. What the fuck? Oh, I know where this is, is going. wrong with Antonio Brown. Dude, all he wants to say is no white women 2020, Dude. bro. I, you go on Antonio yeah, Brown's Twitter, his pinned tweet from five days ago, no more white woman, 2020. Woman. Singular. I, I'm, like, I'm, so I'm, just, I'm just scrolling through his tweets and I'm losing my mind that like he would even like say this. Uh, well, it's like just when you think he's like... Look at the picture he put. He said album teaser, hashtag stay tuned, hashtag no white woman 2020, he's hashtag still going with that? Look at this. Let me see. No more white woman. <laughs> 2020. It's like him oh on a political God, post. dude. What is wrong with him? I don't think we should take it seriously. He's just a Nine hours ball. ago, he tweets, NFL, respect my greatness, best sixth rounder of all time. It's a picture of his draft card from the sixth round. And apparently he forgot about Tom Brady. Respect my greatness, he says. I mean, 
I see plenty of my good friends on Twitter say, you know, put all white people in jail because there's some stupid video of white people doing something stupid. Yeah, but it's just, that's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's harmless. He's just an idiot. You gotta expect that. You gotta accept that. No, he's but that was like, rock. that wasn't like a meme. It was just like a statement. It just says, no more white women 2020. Like, there's no joke there. There's no punchline. It's kind of laugh. Glenn's laughing his ass off. Like, I, like, I tweeted a few weeks ago that which you guys saw, I quote tweeted these people doing the fucking religious version of the Cha Cha slide. And I said, I know it's almost the end of the year, but it's not too late for stop white people 2K19. Yeah, See? yeah Susan, but that's, Susan that's tweet, context. Susan would tweet, stop drafting white people. Yeah, right. I might do that. Yeah, but see, that has context. Is what I'm saying. His stuff has no context. It's just it, all right. Stop white be, women. Twenty twenty. Context in his mind. One he's not sharing. Yeah, that. exactly. But you need to know. You need to have people know that. It's here's, fine. Here's, a, here's a diamond right here. <laughs> diamond. One hour ago, and I quote: "If I beat my kid with a belt, it better be a Louis belt. I got beat with some cheap belts. Shake my head. Cheapscapes. Cheapscapes. <laughs> Cheapscapes." And then uh, right after that, now my mouth a weapon. Damn. Like, this guy's just tapped, he's bro. He's crazy, bro. Yeah, it's... Like, he is a certified Like, honestly, he does person. it for, like, you know, attention and keeping himself relevant. But, man, this shit's funny. It's just, like, what is... Like, what are you doing? I, I, I don't know. Is he on an NFL team next year? No. I'm pretty sure they... He's not on a team now, and I'm pretty sure the NFL has already said they're going to suspend him for a good amount of time. Really? Yeah. Or at least I saw that headline. Did case ever get solved? Because I haven't heard anything since the Patriots released. I haven't either, but I think the NFL is doing that thing where they kind of just Waiting act of their out. own volition, just fucking try yeah, and nip the, it in the, the bud. The, the, oh! More important news we forgot. Josh Gordon. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Rip. We all forgot about that. Yeah. Coach I honestly, Gordon. I honestly just feel Coach bad for him Gordon. at this point. Like... Like, dude, addiction. I was no, I mean, like, obviously, the guy has like a really big problem. I was rooting for him to like be successful with Same. the Patriots and any team, honestly. And I felt once he got traded, once he signed with Seattle, I was hoping for him to have some su- success there. And he actually did look pretty good in his first few games. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess it kind of makes more sense now why the Patriots just cut him and that whole they had like that whole yeah, weird made end him thing. injury, injury, yeah, when he said he wasn't him. injured, yeah, so I don't know. Um, but I mean, I just, I just kind of feel bad for the guy. Yes, unfortunate, but that's reality, you know. Yeah. We think, you know, football games is a escape from reality, but they're just people. People well, have problems. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna skip game picks this week because you, well, it was Mason's idea, but we we talked about it a lot. But I want to talk about a couple games this upcoming week. I just uh, want to first talk about a tweet, and uh, well, a Twitter, a football user, a well, football user, a football player's Twitter. That's the opposite of Antonio Brown, and that's Sammy Watkins. Have you ever seen his tweets? No. This is a one, this is just one example. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I think after the Chiefs won December 9th, he posted this. We have went through many phases and energy shifts, energy shifts as a team, and battle through them. The journey have now been aligned and set. The energies, the vibes are mutual. Our souls are now connected. With that alone, will be a force that cannot be stopped. Damn, bro. That's some deep shit. I feel like that, that's, that's I not feel even that just deep. through that statement, I feel like I'm in the fucking astral plane right now. Another one. I'm non-responsive, armed with the conscious. I breathe the laws of physics, moving through higher dimensions. I'm constantly shaping and shifting. I'm just here on a visit. Hashtag limitless. No, he has some... He doesn't, he doesn't catch enough passes to tweet all that shit. <laughs> no, he has, he has some weird shit. 
Like some weird alias or something that he's referred to as. The I've, Lizard King. Yes, dude. What the fuck? Okay. He's, he's a lizard. He's not a human I am man. not surprised in the slightest now that he tweets that shit. If you refer to yourself as a fucking Lizard King. And now his, his Twitter name's King Me now. But yeah, he's, he's referred to that. <laughs> what the, the fuck, King. man? What is wrong with NFL wide receivers, bro? I drafted him. Yeah. <laughs> now I know why you dropped him. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the reason why I dropped his ass. All right, Glenn. Um, we're going to skip game picks, but there's, there's a couple games I want to talk about. Big, big week 16 matchups. Big sure. ones. Big ones. Two matchups that are deciding uh, two divisions, basically. Yeah. Saturday afternoon, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, with their first double-digit win season since 1999, Damn. are traveling to New England at Gillette Stadium to face Wait, the... Wait, this is a battle for the division? Yeah. Basically, the Patriots drop a game on the Bills. If the Bills win, can tie the Patriots. Anything happens in Week 17. Oh, then a head, it would be a head-to-head. Yeah, so the Patriots will actually have to play for something instead of resting their starters because they desperately need wow. to do that. Not only could this be for the division, it could wow. be for the first-round bye as well. Yeah. The Bills could get the first-round bye. So the Ravens, right? And the Ravens? Be the Ravens. The Chiefs right now are a game behind... Um, Both the, the Bills. The Bills. No. They have, yeah, right? Or are they tied? They're tied. They're tied. 10 and 4. So it would come down to common opponents if, yeah. if uh, the Bills won the division. Yep. But, yeah. But then the Patriots also, um, if the Ravens and the Bills uh, get in, the Patriots could be the lower seed as well. So they would have to play the Ravens in the in the divisional round if they played on Wild Card Weekend, because they lost to the Chiefs. So they'd be they would be tied with them record wise going into Week Seven. Well, it's a big game then. Thoughts about what's gonna happen? Is it in New England? Is that yeah. right? I gotta go with I'm going with the Patriots mostly because uh, I saw a stat on Twitter today that like the last time Tom Brady lost like a meaningful game to an AFC championship or an AFC East opponent in Foxborough, it was like two, it, 2006 that? against Chad uh, Henney. What about the Jets game? Chad Henney. In the wild card round. Was that regular season, you mean? Um, yeah. Okay. Because the Patriots lost to the Bills in 2014 when they had the, the, the first round by locked up. They lost to the Bills two years ago when Jacoby Brissett was that quarterback, um, and they lost uh, a game where Matt Castle was the quarterback. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So Brady has lost one game to an AFC East divisional opponent in Gillette over like the past like 15 years. And he's not about to lose too. No. Yeah, they need to win. I'll this pick, is... I'm picking the Patriots. At home, I'm picking the Patriots. Um, I am still not a believer in the Bills. And if Josh Allen can get it done this week in Gillette for the division, I will then eat my words, eat a big slice of humble pie, and believe in the Bills going forward. Well, I believe in the Bills' defense. What? I do not believe in the What is a belief in the Bills? A belief in the Bills saying that they can make a title run. Exactly. Uh, our legit team could have a chance in the playoffs. For contender. Yeah. To contend for a championship. I mean, you can't ignore the record, but I don't believe that they'd make it. But they also have... Playoffs. You can't ignore the record, but at the same time, everyone shits on the Patriots for having an easy record. But I think the Bills actually had... Oh, easy schedule? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the Bills play Cincinnati. They played... Everyone the Patriots play. Yeah. Right? Same Except exact two games. Type of thing. Um, 
The Bills play... Let me look it up. Because you know how that works, right? The schedule works. I always know it's, you know, you play your division twice. You play um, two other divisions? Yes. You play but one, that one division in the NFC, 16, one division in the AFC. Yeah. So then there's two more games. That's what I've never understood. Two more games against teams that are, like, of similar quality. So, like, the Patriots played the Chiefs and the Texans this year. So the Bills would play somebody like another team that had a similar record to them. Like, from the year before? No, the Patriots played the AFC North. Yeah, so the Bills. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm looking looking up the two games that the Bills played that weren't the AFC North and the Uh, NFC East. Yeah, the NFC East is, uh, I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. Patriots are going to win, and that's that. Yeah, I mean, the Bills have impressed in games, but you factor in in New England, the Pats defense. Josh Allen's still green. He's been having one hell of a second year, but he's he's, he's not, I don't think he's clutch yet, Um, especially against the Pats D in New England. But um, they can make it close. I mean, hell, Cincinnati freaking was up on the Patriots for a while, and it makes you wonder what the fuck's going on okay, with the so Patriots. But the Bills Patriots played the Bills played at Denver and Tennessee as well. Uh-huh. But I think Tennessee, you can kind of take with a grain of salt, because I think that was when uh, Mariota was still the quarterback, I'm pretty sure. And honestly, Tannehill's been slinging the shit out of the ball. They've been a different team since he's taken over. So yeah. I don't know. You could kind of put an asterisk to that that one. Uh, and the Denver win was in Buffalo, not in Denver. So I'm just saying. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Patriots are going to win. I hope the other game that is deciding a vision, uh, division is um, when the Cowboys travel to Philadelphia this weekend <laughs> at 430. Oh. Both teams are 7-7. Seven and seven. <laughs> Both teams have a chance to win the division and host a home playoff game, probably against the San Francisco 49ers. That's crazy. Or the Seattle Seahawks. And you know what's mad funny? I guarantee you this is what's going to happen. Because I can already see everyone getting mad pissed that they're going to host a they're going to host a game because they're fucking eight Someone's and eight. Someone's gonna. They're probably going to be eight and eight. Whoever wins the division. Maybe. Uh, if the Cowboys win, they have um, the Redskins next week. But they probably won't play most of their starters because they have nothing to play for. So that's what I'm saying. So they could be eight and eight. If the Eagles win, the Eagles will have to win last week, too, because if they lose and the Cowboys win, then they tie. Mm. It could be some complications. In Philly. But regardless, people are already bitching and complaining that the Cowboys or Eagles, whoever wins the division, gets to host a home playoff game, and I can see it happening now. The 49ers have been the most hyped team all year. They lo- I think they play Seattle. Or no. 49. Who do they play? They play the Rams this weekend. Play the Rams this weekend. They play the Seahawks next week? They haven't played them twice, right? Yeah, I think they still have another game against them. Okay, so that game's probably going to be for the division, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um... 11-3. So, yeah, you have... You have that game, so, the like, whoever loses that division is going to have to come and play Dallas, right? And if it... I feel like it's going to be the 49ers, because I think... The Seahawks are just Russell Wilson, just a more seasoned player, so I think they'll be able to pull it out. Um, <laughs> the the 49ers have been touted like this this NFL giant all season, and how they're so good. 
and Dallas will get their shit together for one game, and they'll knock them out of the playoffs, and everyone's going to be so mad about it. I can see it happening right now. The thing is, like, this isn't the first time a division has been wicked bad and hosted a home playoff. No, I know. The, uh, so everyone complaining about the records, like, fuck up. Man. I think the NFL 100's been going on for 100 years. What was it? The, uh, yeah. It was the Panthers that made the. They were 7 and 9, weren't yeah. they, a few years ago? So and yeah. the AFC West used to be horrible. It's like the division winner was 8 and 8 every year. Um, so, yeah, everybody talking about the records. Shut up. I think it's Shut funny. Up. I just think it's funny, though, because like, I can see it happening. Yeah. And everyone's like. And it might. Uh, saying, oh, Jimmy G is like the next fucking coming of Joe Montana. He looks good. Montana. He looks good, but... Looks better um, than Brissette, Glenn. Cowboys going into Philadelphia for the division. If the Cowboys win, they clinch the division. Um, if Philly wins, like I said, I think they still have they to win, win their last Philly. game to clinch. Yeah. But um, who's Cowboys will win that. Uh, I think I got I the think. Cowboys. I got the Cowboys, too. Last week, by the way, was the one week I didn't pick the Cowboys and the Pixie and Pickums, and they embarrassed the Rams, and I didn't pick them. Yeah, you, you tried to get away with one. You didn't tell me to make my picks last week like you usually do, and yep. I missed all the 1 o'clock games, like yep. 8 or 9 it's of them. It's your fault. I was like, oh, shit. So I picked the 4 o'clocks and on. Now I'm, I'm, I'm up by 3 still, yep. but I was up by 9 at one point. Yep. I'm coming back. But and two weeks left, Glenn. Yeah. Got to make it count. But big, big game. Um, Dak Prescott got an MRI on his shoulder. He's got a banged up finger too from that Bears game. But everybody's saying that he's going to play. Um, I don't know. Cowboys looked good last week, but I don't know. Some games they look good. Some games they lose to the Jets. I don't know. Jekyll and Hyde. This could be. And the thing like that sucks is like if the Cowboys play like they played last week and like make a run like deep in the playoffs, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. How are we going to fire Jason Garrett? Oh, um, you're right. Well, if Jerry Jones had any ounce of common sense, he would not be blinded. He wouldn't have his fucking... Like, what, what? All right, picture this. Like, the Cowboys... have rose-tinted glasses on because they make it farther in the playoffs. I say that the Cowboys, like, go on a run, win the Super Bowl, and, like, literally, Jason Garrett, like, this would be the year that he gets fired because of how the team's been and the talent. You can't fire him after you win a Super Bowl. He'd be like the first coach ever to win a Super Bowl and get fired the next year. <laughs> that would be so funny. Maybe, like... Maybe Jerry would. Yeah, you could. Mary, maybe they would say like, there was a mutual split between. Probably not. Saying that's the only way you could probably get past it. I don't know. So that way it doesn't big. look as bad on either of them. Being like, oh my god, Jason Garrett was so bad that he got fired, yeah. and also, wow, the Cowboys are assholes. They fired their Super Bowl winning coach the year he won the Super Bowl. I think the Patriots game and the Cowboys game are going to be similar to where the both the Bills and Eagles are going to have a hot start. Make it question what's going to happen the rest of the game. Maybe by the second, middle of the second quarter, they'll both be up by like a score or more. But then the Patriots and Cowboys will get it together, pull out the win, and that's how that will go. Mm. That's, 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 that's what we call bold prediction. It. Um, we're let's do let's start the let's start the grill for a little bit. Okay. We're gonna start the grill and then we're gonna answer some questions that got sent in to us for this week. Oh, week's. I like that. And then uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, is that, are you trying to start the grill? Because, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta spark it. <laughs> Hold that button. <laughs> Sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Dur Burgers. Are the burgers good? A dur. 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 That, that was so hot that you fucking burned your eyebrows off when the flame came up from the grill. <laughs> it's championship week. It's toilet bowl week. <laughs> My Fuck. sizzling hot take for week 16 is that Tyler Higby 
is going to win somebody a fantasy football championship. Tyler Higby, I don't have him. Oh no! Oh, you have him. Oh, you have him in the other league. Yeah, and I lost. Oh, I got smoked in that league. Never mind. Tyler Higby um, this week. If someone has him at San Francisco, um, we'll put up over twenty-five points. Twenty-five. His 25. Uh, his best this year is twenty. Well, his career actually. Twenty I'm, points. I'm gonna say he gets multiple scores this week. Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Cooper Cup will have like three targets. Maybe. One quarter of play. Um, my hot take, I'm just going to say it. Okay. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> the Bills are winning. Oh. Well, you just said the Patriots. Hot take, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's take. brain and there's heart. And then there's nuts. <laughs> there's nuts. Universe. In the black hole. No, I Which think. now you're never getting back. I have a hot take that says the Bills are going to do it. I mean, Josh Allen. Really, what's going to come down to is the Patriots' defense. But if Josh Allen can limit the turnovers, which he had been for like at least a, over a month, um, he threw a pick last week and maybe the week before. But if he can just limit that, no fumbles with his rushes and no picks, um, and his legs, I think they can keep the offense off the field. Well, really, if you can prevent the Patriots' defense from setting up their offense to score, then you have a good chance of winning. So if, if you can just keep those turnovers to a minimum, they can do it. I've been talking to Craig every day uh, since we figured out that we were going to face each other in the championship. Talking smack back and forth. He says, uh, wouldn't it be ironic if, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, go, uh, I start him and you've always been bashing Kirk Cousins, you know, since he's, we've considered him as an elite quarterback. He's not. Because he's fucking not. <laughs> he's I not. Said, yeah, that'd be funny, Craig. I said, almost as funny as if Josh Allen torches the Patriots defense, mm. who you've been talking shit about yes. all year. <laughs> You're right. I said, that would be just hilarious. And then he was like, well, you know, he's like, Reeks do, Tyreek Hill. He's like, so what are you going to do when, uh, he's like, he's due not only for a touchdown, but like a punt return touchdown. And I said, well. You had a touchdown if, last few I weeks. Said, I said, if he gets a punt return touchdown, Craig. That's points for my Chiefs defense. So bring it on. Oh. I said, I'll, go, I'll have all the partners to off last week. You got two touchdowns. What the fuck? How is not do? He's not do at all. I don't he's, know what he's talking about. He's loyal. That's what he said. He didn't say do. He said he was loyal. Oh, loyal. Yeah. But, that's, um, that's true. He yeah, is loyal. That is he is true. loyal. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Josh Allen, he could. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, but yeah. we can hope. That's usually how hot takes go. Probably won't happen. Yeah. But that's turn. why it's hot. Your turn. I don't really have anything. Okay, thanks. My sister's not take is that <laughs> I'm not going to win the toilet this year. Because hey. it seems like all but a guarantee at this point. We're, so. We were talking earlier today. Uh, Mason, if you win the toilet bowl again, we should rename the toilet bowl to the Mason. Honestly, because I'd be honored. the fact that Go you would on. be a three-time winner before anybody has even came close to getting it twice. <laughs> You'd be yeah, a three-time yeah. winner. I, I think, honestly, if you get the toilet bowl for the third time, we should rename it the Mason until you win a fantasy football championship. Oh, <laughs> man. That's that's the only way the trophy should change from the Mason back to the toilet bowl, is if you can redeem yourself and win the whole league. Oh, man, I'm fucked. So It's going to be called the Mason until I die. If All right, so if he wins it, that's three. Would that be half of the winner's? Would be Mason, because it was Chris, right? Uncle was, Rick, no, Amaral. It was, it was Amaral, Mason, Chris. Oh, and your dad, Mason, uh, Uncle, Rick. Uncle Rick, Mason. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be me. Again. Every other yes. Yeah, so was it half? half? Oh yeah, okay. Three of the six. So it would be half. 
Unbelievable. But there's a reason Gomes is there too, Mason. You're not out of it. Don't think. And I, like I said, I'm rooting for you because I want to see Gomes be the first champ to chump. It would solidify the ending of what was known yeah. as the uh, the great Brandon Gomes. Like you're right. Said, Clint's right. BG, AG. And Mason, you're, Gomes after Gomes. you're a good sport, too, so I'm rooting for you. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. I'm rooting for you. Mean guys, I appreciate uh, that. It's probably not going to happen, but yeah. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I'm going to say, don't put bets down, because you will lose. <laughs> no, no money's down. But. <laughs> um, all right, yes, yeah, so that was Sizzling Hot Takes, brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Are the burgers good? Dirt. Dirt. Watch out, because Gomes picked up Antonio Brown. Oh, shit. Fuck. All right, so we, we have a couple questions. We actually oh, have a question that was sent in last week before we that was last did a podcast. Um so it's kind of, half of it's dated, but half of it isn't dated. Okay. So this question is from Tom Morello. It's a two-parter. What? Okay. Question one. Was that Patriots loss a good loss, or are you still crying about the refs? The Chiefs? Against the Chiefs. Oh, that's not from Tom Morello. That's from Craig. Oh, that's a ref screw job all the way. Yeah, I mean, the refs definitely did pork... Fourth page is a bit on that one. Yet at the same time, how about your offense doesn't suck dick for two whole quarters? I don't like putting things on the refs. You have other opportunities to win games. Yeah. So. I guess. I said that too, but Des did catch it. Yeah. No. I mean, that was a really bad call. I don't know how you call him out of bounds. Like, both not, there's not, two officials there. But not only the out of bounds play with Nikhil Harry, but the fumble by yeah. uh, that Gilmore picked up that should have been a. Oh yeah, that's, all, that's yeah. the same possession too. Yeah. So that's two touchdowns yeah. they, that were that never happened. They said they get a field goal. Yep. It's a big deal. That's a big but deal. also part of that is Bill wasted a challenge on that first down play. Yeah, that was stupid. If Bill still had his challenge, he would have been able to challenge the Nikhil Harry play, and the game would have been or flipped. If the refs do what they should do and call it a touch and call it a scoring play so it can automatically. Yeah, that's, be but that's ready. why you, about the but that's why you get challenges is to challenge the refs' decision. You should have saved it. You, you. Well, I don't understand why coaches still challenge the spot thing because that's one of those challenges. It's almost like the fucking pass interference yeah. challenge. It unless never it's, gets unless reversed. It's blatantly obvious. It never, it never gets, gets reversed. reversed. Ever. <laughs> so that was. So you, you still are you still crying about the refs? No. Still. No. And was it a good loss? No, no. not a good loss. Not a good loss. I don't think they learned anything from that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, question two: Is Mason actually ready for another toilet bowl? Yeah, I told you. I've been sitting in my basement right over there, getting nice and zen, coming to one with the fact that I am one with the toilet. I missed the centerpiece. On I the am the toilet. Table. The toilet is me. <laughs> I'm the toilet. The toilet is me. <laughs> All right. Um, another question. This is from Jacob. Jacob says, Jacob Hollister? Jacob says, championship week for me. Lost Mike Ooh. Evans and Calvin Ridley. That sucks. Oh, Bad hit. I feel that. Whiteouts right now that could possibly start are T.Y. Hilton, Darius Slayton, Tyler Lockett, Shit. and Mohamed Sanu. He also has Marcus Johnson, T.Y.'s backup. God. Who should I roll with? Well, I'm assuming we got to pick two of those guys. Yeah, yeah. if it's if it's we'll, we'll we can pick three if you start one in flex, but we'll we'll do both. Mm. So if you can pick two, who are you picking? I'm, I'm gonna it has go. Has to be Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I'm he's going locked, Tyler locked in there. You can lock it in um, that lineup. Sorry, I'm not going Sanu. Because Bill's yeah. defense is very good, and the Patriots' offense looks like garbage. Yeah, Sanu shouldn't look like garbage. Sanu should be it shouldn't even be a question. I'm starting Ty Hilton over Darius Slayton, even though Slayton's had some good games with Eli Manning. He's got three touchdowns in two games with Eli Manning. 
But T.Y. Hilton is T.Y. Hilton. If T.Y. Hilton goes off and you sat him and you yeah. lose the championship because of that... You're going to feel like an asshole. Exactly. Whereas, if Darius Slayton goes off on your bench, you're going to feel like an asshole, but not as big of an asshole. Exactly. Because go and, with the guy who's a stud. And if T.Y. Hilton doesn't play, I'm not. I'm starting Slayton over Marcus Johnson. Yep. So two guys I'm going with, Tyler Lockett and T.Y. Hilton. If I have to pick three, it's Tyler Lockett, T.Y. Hilton, and Slayton. Because yeah. I, I, I do believe Slayton's good. I agree. Do you guys agree? Yes, sir. <laughs> Completely agree. Are you picking Slayton over T.Y. Hilton? That's my only question. I'm trying to look at them both because I haven't really been keeping up with T.Y. Um, Slayton is facing the Redskins, I believe. At Washington. T.Y. is home against Carolina. Yep. Um, it's tough with... I, yeah, the tiebreaker is the talent. you got to go with T.Y. Because, yeah. I mean, Slayton... Vol- volume, volume too, and the thing is, it's not like, always there. Yeah, and and I think with Ty, like the Colts are just a better team. Jacoby Brissett's better with Ty. The stats show that this year, and he's going to be looking for him. He's the best. He's the best guy they got. Yeah, and Carolina's defense can be exposed exactly. on the on the ground. So exactly. maybe so, that'll so set up for the pass. It's unanimous. If we're picking two receivers, it's Tyler Lockett and Ty Hilton. If we're picking three, it's Tyler Lockett, Ty Hilton, and Darius Slayton. This is crazy. Um, we're actually giving fantasy advice. Mohamed Sanu right. shouldn't be an option. Yeah. You would not want to see T.Y. on your bench getting 20-plus. Exactly. That, that in the championship week when, yeah. Um, and then last question comes from Craig. Oh. <laughs> not Says, Tom Morello. Uh, pick one guy. So there's four wide receivers here. He <laughs> Just for our league. Let's pick one. No, it's, it's not as far as other league. Oh, man. A.J. Brown versus the Saints. Kenny Galladay versus Denver. D.K. Metcalf against Arizona. And Brashad Perriman against Houston. Pick two? Pick one. One guy to start. It is... Uh, for me, it's between Perriman and Metcalf. For me, it's between Perriman and A.J. Brown. Me too. Can you say the matchups again? A.J. Brown against the Saints and Home. Perriman against Houston. I'm going to go Perriman against Houston. I Houston's am. D is not good. Winston slings it. I think it's a man. And Houston can put up points on Tampa as well. The thing is, A.J. Brown has been so good since Ryan Tannehill has like, had a I second know. coming with Jesus. Um, but the Saints' D is solid. You know? They are. It can prevent yeah, that deal. They're probably going to put Lattimore on, uh, on, on A.J. A.J. Brown. Uh, but Rashad Perriman has been fucking killing it. And against Houston's defense, they suck. Yeah, um, but so does Arizona's defense. See, this is why I'm torn. Yeah, but it's D.K. Metcalf. D.K. I started DK Metcalf earlier this year against Arizona, and he got me like one point. Yeah, but I think Russell Wilson had like a ridiculous game. I'm pretty sure. I'm saying the if you're trying to go for something safer, I think you go with Metcalf. I think Perriman and AJ Brown are safe. It's I don't think I don't think Perriman is. I think Perriman is because now else. he's the number one. Yeah, so but there's nobody else there. He's been well. I mean, Godwin was there last week, but. But that's what I'm saying. He's the number one. He's the number one now. So they're gonna have to. Fo- the, who else are, is he gonna throw the ball to? Nobody. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if they fucking double him. Yeah, but I'm saying he's got to throw it to somebody. You think he's just not gonna, you know, throw the ball at all? Winston against Houston. He's probably gonna throw it to the tight ends. He's probably gonna sling it at least like forty times. Yeah, you gotta Rashad go Perriman, with that. I, I'm going with Perriman. In my mind. Whether he's covered or not, you gotta go with Perriman just strictly based on volume because they have nobody else. Even that other guy that they had, the wide receiver who came back, is on IR. The white guy. Um, What's his name? Is it Miller? On uh, the, bu- the Bucks. On the Bucks. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They had a Watson dude that I picked up. Uh, he's not on IR. I don't no, know. No, there's a guy they just put on IR Tuesday. Yeah, he was like Adam Humphreys 2.0. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But now Godwin's hurt. Mike Evans not there. Perriman's the only guy there. 
Yeah, it's either him or AJ Brown. I'm picking Perriman, um, just because of the matchup. Yeah, and the Seahawks. I'm thinking like maybe two passing touchdowns, and then it's the ground game. You know what I mean? And DK Metcalf in a Seahawks offense is touchdown dependent. Although he does get a lot of red zone looks, and he, I'm pretty sure he leads the league in red zone targets. Um, he's got to score a touchdown. If he doesn't score a touchdown, his day is limited to like. Yeah. Three catches for like 45 yards. You yeah. could say the same for Perriman, but I think the chances of the touchdowns are better, better for Tampa. For because yeah. he's going to throw it like yeah, 40 times. In Seattle, yeah. it, can be, Guess it, can, it can be Chris Carson having a big game. It can be Tyler Lockett having a big game. It's then true. Metcalf. That's true. Know. Plus, they could get up early and not even throw the ball. Exactly. This is all speculation, obviously, but you got to play the probability. Yeah. I guess I go with Perriman, which I'm going with Perriman regardless. I need him to fucking do so something this big week. Perriman guy. Who would have thought someone would be relying, relying on Brashad Perriman in the championship game? If it was anybody. It's legit, though. It's just funny. Guys like Brashad Perriman, Tyler Higby, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Adams. Oh, fuck him. Not Devontae Adams. Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. Fitzpatrick. Like, all these guys were just heating. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. It's like, you can ride these guys into your championship week and feel good about <laughs> and they them. they were a waiver wire. Guys. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. It just goes to show, like, the big names are big names, but sometimes they don't pan out. Look at Saquon. Look at Alvin Kamara. Wait. Joe Mixon. I had an idea. A.J. Brown. David Johnson. Right? Here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So, A.J. Green is, is hurt. <laughs> He's out of the league right now. <laughs> Antonio Brown is out of the league right now. What if AJ Brown was like some sort of clone of like AJ Green, AJ Green and Antonio Brown's DNA, and they just made him, and now he's AJ Brown? He would be the greatest receiver to ever step foot on the field, he's while also being good. a can like a t- ticking time bomb at the same time. He's been pretty. He's be, be hurt, yeah, or a fucking psychopath. But if he's playing, you gotta play him. Or he's a hurt psychopath. That too. Anything else we want to add before championship week kicks off? Um, uh, make a clone from me and Tom Brady. Call it Tom Boyd. Tommy just Boy. Tom Boyd, dude, just like AJ Brown or Mason Brady. I like that better. That actually. sounds better. Mason Brady. Yeah, Boyd is just a shit last name. Thomas Boyd. Come on, Boyd. Thomas Payne. Tommy Boyd. Boyd. I got nothing to say. Uh, this week can go by fast, hopefully. Don't want to think about fantasy anymore. You're on the draft. I'm ready day. for the playoffs. The actual playoffs. Uh, Christmas is next, next week. Year. Christmas is next oh, week. Yeah. I don't know. It's on a Wednesday, so I don't know if we're going to record probably Wednesday. I mean, we, don't, doing we don't need to. But at night, probably nothing. I don't know. I got Thursday off. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> ever. Well, yeah, so maybe we'll have an episode before the new year. I got a couple oh, yeah. of um, yeah. ideas planned. Uh, regarding NFL 100, uh, the Pro Bowl, fantasy. Pro Bowl. Am I gonna have to watch the Pro Bowl? Not the Pro Bowl. No, okay. like just just ideas to talk about. Oh, the fantasy oh, yeah, yeah. Pro Bowl. I can't wait to talk about our uh, post fantasy talks, like reviewing the year and whatnot, yeah. like busts and breakouts and we can do what to week. expect next year. Stellar awards show. Early draft, uh, first round predictions. Good stuff. I feel like we should we should all listen to the first podcast of this season and see how wrong we were. Or how right we were. I'm sure there's I some I can gems. only think of how how bad my take was about Dalvin Cook. Oh. I was like, dude, he's gonna fucking suck, bro. Yeah? Dalvin Cook took the football and shoved it firmly up my ass. Firmly. Like, Fuck you. To make a long story short, 
Dalvin Cook shoved a whole football, football up my ass. Up his ass. Yep. <laughs> um, to those in your championships this week, good luck. May the fantasy gods be forever in your favor. To those in your toilet bowl matchup this week, good luck. Thanks. May the fantasy good gods luck. be forever in your favor. Oh, please. I um, hope so. All right. Good That's luck, it. Glenn. Good luck, Craig. <clears throat> Craig, uh, this is the week. I'm not sure. I gotta. We know your opinions. I got to fill out the rest of the league to see if... They'd rather have a first-time league owner win the championship in his first year, um, which means he's made it further than both of my both of the guys sitting next to me. Nah, I know. Or he's already made it further. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I know. Or would they have another two-time champion on their hands? And myself. Mm. That would be. That'd be the third. I told you, two-time champ. Counts. Team two-time. Oh wait. You know what? I gotta say. Of the potential play uh, championship games, uh, this is mild, like mild hot sauce. You know, I'm not last year was the worst. Yeah, I'm not like it's not Fryer Panacho or something like that. Um, and I'm sure from other perspectives, it's not me or in Fryer or whatever. So this isn't bad. Because other perspectives, specifically Panacho. <laughs> I'm uh, sure Glenn would feel the same. Too. Well, yeah, I mean, my my opinion. I understand. It's just it's just funny, Susan. Like. It's just a joke, like, you know? You try so hard, but you come up short. Like in the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, in the end, it doesn't I just, matter. I'm just, I just want, as long as everyone knows how much I get screwed, I'm fine. I just there's want no, to put that to rest. But there's no trophy for getting screwed. I know, but it's like... You don't get... As long as, someone, as, long as everyone understands... Yeah, if there was a trophy okay. for getting screwed, I'd be like an eight-time recipient yeah. of that shit. I don't know. But the thing is, there's always next year. Yeah. That's true. It keeps coming back. Well, that will end eventually. When Hopefully. the XFL takes over. I mean, death, but... No, it's when we get nuked by Russia. When's that happening? I want to park it down on my I'm calendar. pretty sure, like... Tomorrow. Right now. <laughs> Imagine that. No, the floor shakes. Tactical nuke incoming! All right. It's over. So, uh, Merry right, Christmas yeah. to all. Merry Christmas. And to to all, all a good night. Don't get nuked by Russia. Yeah. Guys... Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.